Welcome. This is episode number one of the Lonely Stunner Show. Of course, as the stoner I am, I'm doing what stoners do. Enjoying a nice hemp blunt. Chilling. Relaxing. Just kind of living. So, what's up? Welcome to the show. If you are brand new to me, which some of you may be, some of you may not be and may be coming back from my old, my old podcast, I'm Indy. Stop. And welcome to the Lonely Stoney Show. So this week, I'm a little bit behind on recording this, but I I just had to make, um, make a video about this movie so okay we're gonna talk about the gentleman now for those of you who do not know what the gentleman is i'm not very good at not having spoilers um but before you go so you know the gentleman is about um it reminded me of a movie about like old mafia or like a story of like the old times where like time was uh well it wasn't it was in recent days so it was just the way it was the the filter that it was or it had um it was definitely uh, meant to make it feel like the old times or past uh, as it was telling a story but nonetheless um it is a film about um a character Matthew McConaughey who is a lead crime boss in the weed industry perfect movie for moi you know so um in the movie it just talks about how if like in the trailers you can see this but somebody comes to town tries to take over him and then the story around all of that and the shit that happened when that when that guy came to town so, I mean, I can't really not do spoilers, so I'm just going to tell you that it was a, a this, this is as much non-spoiler I'm going to give you. Um, I give it a 4.15 out of 5 as far as films go. Um, and I'll go into why I, um, why I gave that score and then I also as I will do in every podcast say that this is definitely a pick list uh, movie so when I say pick list I mean that you pick a movie for your A-list movies so it's a pick list movie um and I really I should I might go see it again it was it was really a good movie it's a crime movie it's just a good movie it's just like okay I'm gonna get into it I'm gonna get into it I want you to play a game with me, Ray. I don't want to play a game. Oh, please. No. I said play a game with me, Ray. Right. Lovely. At this point, if you have not seen the film, I would advise you to cut and run. If you are like me and don't really care about spoilers and just like to know that it's a good movie and yada, 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 then stay around. Because I'm about to break this shit down. So first, let's start off. Guy Ritchie. Great film. Um, just for other people who are not familiar with Guy Ritchie, um, some of his movies consist of like Sherlock Holmes, The Man from Uncle, Aladdin, 
And then he, he, like, for me, it seems like he has a trend of, like, British films with um, a high emphasis on, like, crime and fighting. And, like, in a lot of his films, he actually has a lot of slow motion fighting. Like, if you can think about um, Sherlock Holmes, I think that um, that he, it was really, a really great film. Um he he um uh, and Sherlock Holmes is like one of my top movies. One, I love Robert Downey Jr. Two, it was really shot very well. So uh, the Man from Uncle. Now see this movie, I seen it, but I can't remember it, which means that it wasn't that great of a movie to me. So when I was doing research for this, it actually kind of shocked me that Guy Ritchie made the Man from Uncle because I don't even remember that film at this point. So it's kind of interesting to even like know that and then they made a cameo in the film with the poster with Guy Ritchie um like and I'm gonna try to not give a spoiler here but yeah it was a point in the film where he like you see it and it's just like oh okay like, uh, all right <laughs> like all right cool but let's see I mean I think it was great acting that did a lot of this the way it was shot was very nice it reminded me of fucking play like um if you were watching a play straight on and how it's set how the actors move the direction of that it was just like you were watching a play on film the way it was shot i hope that makes sense if not okay but so he wrote it in a way to where a lot of the body movements were words versus the actual things that are coming out of um, people's faces, which I really liked. Like, I really liked this film a lot. I think one of the best things of this film is the fucking acting. Because, my God, my golly, you little Chris boy. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, we're going to go down. Because it was quite a bit of people who were fucking acting their asses off in this shit. So, we're going to start with Matthew McConaughey. He played the character Mickey Pearson, who is the main person. Like, um, he's the he's the boss. He's the like he's the topic of discussion. He is the main character in a way, and like it, it was not really, but yeah, like in a way he was, but not not for real, for real. Um, but yeah. The character itself, the way it was written, it was great. Like, it was, you got enough background and development about this person that you kind of root for him, even though he's technically supposed to be, like, the bad guy. And so, me, who really doesn't think about life like that, like, I always think the bad guys in movies always have probably the better story. So, I like how, like, times have changed for where the bad guy was the bad guy and it was always about the good guy. And now it's like, no, let's look at the bad guy because, look, the bad guy might be cool, too. You know, the bad guy got a story. <laughs> like, give the bad guy a chance. So, um, yeah, it... <laughs> We're looping this back in. I think that... Matthew McConaughey played that character extremely well. I think that it was not a stretch role for Matthew McConaughey. I think that it was damn good acting, though. I think that he fit this role perfectly well. Um, I think, okay, so I'm going to rate him a... 
because I have flaws. He has flaws. He has some flaws. I'm gonna give him a four point two five. Four point two five. Now here, here, let me start with my faults on why, because I know people might be like, "What the fuck you mean? This was a great role for him." Or somebody might be like, "Hey, you know, that's pretty high for this kind of role." But I'm gonna give you all my my reasoning, and then y'all can, you know comment tweet me message me whatever you want and tell me what you think like because it's, i want to know kind of what other people are thinking about this so um yeah i'm giving him 4.25 and let me give you the why's he got decreased it reminded me too much of a lincoln video like a lincoln commercial like the role he's he was playing the persona like all that shit it was just I don't know. It just reminded me of fucking Lincoln commercial at some points. So for me, that's an issue because I'm watching this and it's like, what? <laughs> like, what? okay. So you just pop with a Lincoln at, bruh. What's the special for the month? You know? So, but not to say it's a bad thing because them commercials be cool as fuck. But it's just like, I didn't like that I felt like you were, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, beyond that, uh, and other very small things that just ticked me, like, mm, you know, or I felt like I could feel more here. That, that was, those are like the other tick marks that broke it down. But that Lincoln shit put, you know, that shit hurt, the, that hurt that nigga, bro. <laughs> So, yeah, um, the positives. So, I think that the character fit him very well. With Like I said, I don't think it's a stretch role, which is another reason why I dropped it, decreased it. I think that this is the kind of persona, the smooth, suave, smart, like, that, you know, is me. Like, you know, man, like, I feel like that is who he is. When I think of Matthew McConaughey, that's kind of what I think about. Um, I don't think of like no goofy, like, <laughs> like I think about a cool man. So I feel like it, the role fit him extremely well. It was written very well. He acted very well. Like it was still good acting. I just think that it wasn't like a stretch role. Like it didn't just, it didn't, it was like, it was in his comfort zone, I think. And I think that sometimes actors need to like, you know, test the waters, you know, try something else, like to dip your little toe in. Like I can't not to knock you for doing something like, you know, similar words. Like Denzel does Denzel is Denzel in every movie I see, but that don't stop me from watching that. Like, it doesn't. So, um I think that the role itself, like, it was very well developed. Um, when I say that, I, I like the fact, like, okay, here are my favorite scenes, because maybe that'll be easier. Okay, people who haven't seen it, you might want to pause, mute, cut, you know. Uh, in the video, I might put a little uh, spoiler alert here. Spoiler ended. <laughs> so that y'all can, like, fast forward and shit. But, um, my favorite scenes are, first, I'm going in chronological chronological order like of the movie but not as far as like ranking which scene over the other because that was mm -mm, my brain <sighs> maybe one day but not right now um 
yeah, so first, the alternative story of when he first meets with Dry Eyes. So when, um, fucking, what is that man? Hugh Grant's character, what's his man's name? What is Hugh? Fletcher. Fletcher. When Fletcher fucking was telling, what is it, Ray? When Fletcher was telling Ray, which is um, Charlie Hunnam's, shit, my bad, B. Um, pronunciation is something I need to start thinking about, huh? Yeah, when when, when uh, Charlie's character was listening to this story that he had for him, he uh, came up with this alternative ending where Matthew McConaughey just kind of fucking snapped and shot that nigga up which they kind of allude to him being that kind of person in the film so when you see it it's not like it's out of character it's realistic it's like if you knew this person's story you would not be surprised that he did this so and they were dropping hints like that the whole fucking movie and so you kind of got that mindset which i really appreciate the uh, the screenplay dropping these nuggets along the movie it was super like it made me feel more connected in a way to like the outcome of the story like I want I was rooting for Matthew McConaughey's character like I wanted Mickey to like get the fuck out like and retire be with his badass bitch and just kind of be grow up so when it was going deeper into the story it just kind of felt like they were pumping me up to like disappoint me (laughs) like this nigga about to die, like, blah, blah, like, some shit about to pop off, is he gonna go to jail, like, so I was just expecting something, but it was really refreshing to not be, like, right, because I was like, yeah, I thought this, but ends up, like, okay, I'm happy. yeah, yeah, hell yeah, I'm so happy, so, uh, side note, the fucking toddlers, bro, <laughs> As characters, I want to fuck them up. But as fucking like, like outside of fucking with Mickey, like I was, that music was fire. I'm trying to find that shit now, bro. That shit need to be a part of my um my uh my playlist. I need to. That shit was hype as fuck. Um, but anyways, it, I was rooting for 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 Mickey, and so yeah, the alternative story. Of when when he met with Drives for the first time, even though it was like far fetched, it wasn't far fetched from what they were trying to portray him as, and um, I think that they did a really good job with that. So um, yeah, that's why it's one of the favorites. Think about it, cause it's like eh, this could be something that a real good story writer in real life would write about. Like a new local newspaper person would write about this shit and be like, "This is what happened," and then the whole world believed it, and then that shit was not even true, like what they do with celebrities. So it was really nice to like had that kind of connection to it, like, "Oh, this is what happens in real life, y'all." This thing could be lying throughout the story, and we won't know because we only know so much, and then we it falls into line with what we are imagining, what we think. So it's really interesting. Um, that they they thought about this and constructed this into the film so okay second um it's one of the most intense scenes in the whole movie it's the moment where he is trying to go and save his wife because he knows they're there to try to hurt her or do something to her because they had just failed in trying to kill him so it was 
interesting to first of all they start that shit off the movie off watching this nigga get shot so we think which is another part where i really appreciate y'all for switching it up on me because i was like damn this nigga gonna die y'all told me right away i guess i want to see what how he dies then it's like damn do we die and then it, it was really like very well written and structured it's a very good film like shit i might have to change my rating the more i think about it it might have to be higher than what it is i might have to let this whole matthew mcconaughey um lincoln commercial go let's see by the end of this we'll see let's see uh okay so to move on because we niggas ain't got all night um to go over charlie hunnam hopefully that's the right way to say his name he played Ray, who's like the right-hand man of Matthew McConaughey throughout the film. Um, so he works for Mickey. I think he's like the smart assassin, right-hand man. Like, get that shit done, clean, crisp. Very experienced killer, very experienced, very very meticulous. Um, reminds me of, um, what's his name in Princess Diaries? <laughs> What's that man name? I forgot. But the fucking bodyguard for Princess Diaries, that's how they been. <laughs> that's how he reminded me. I don't know why I think that man is a serial killer in that show. And he just seemed like he too much of a real nigga to be riding, driving some kids around. Anyways, whatever. Um, So, yeah, that character reminded me of him. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but Ray, I think the actor I am giving... Him 3.95. Only reason why I'm saying that is though he did a very, very good job portraying it, I feel like nothing like bring you to stick out. Like he could be any very serious man that's like moderately famous to where you know his face, but you can't really associate a specific role with him and no shade i like you and i like a lot of your movies it's no shade but it's just like when you have matthew mcconaughey up here swag daddy in and out you got outshined by colin farrell i like i because you not number one two four you're probably number four as far as acting um, was for me because Hugh Grant did his fucking thing, McConaughey did his thing, Colin Farrell did his thing. I just feel like you, it, I don't know, I can't tell you what's missing, but it was just, um, I feel like the performance was just missing something, even though he did a really good job. It's like, it's not like he didn't, it, it's just that I feel like you could, you could have, like. It could have fit, like, multiple people who are actors in this industry. And I want to see more from actors. I feel like sometimes, like, I, I don't want, I want, like, when I first saw him on the scene, I feel like it was better. Like, and it was funny is that he has worked with Guy before. So I feel like they have this comfort between them that it's like he knows exactly where to put him. And, like, you shine, but, not, like, it's just like, but I want you to be going for Oscar, B, even though that shit racist as fuck. I still want all y'all to win. Like, everybody should win for they fucking, for acting. Like, acting is fucking hard, my G. Like, I ain't about to try that shit. <laughs> nope. So, um, 
Yeah. Um, I still had some favorite scenes with him. Or actually a favorite scene. Uh, it's going to be... Uh, oh, going to get that Lori's daughter from the house. So this scene I liked a lot. <laughs> because... <laughs> The way she was looking at them when they walked in the door. Okay, spoiler time. Um, oh, damn. I could, spoiler time was like two minutes ago when I said what my scene was. Sorry, I hope you're not listening this long. But, um, yeah. He, the whole thing was like real, like calm, cool, collected. He was just like, look, I'm trying to be nice. But if you don't want to take my niceness. I'm going to do what I fucking have to do. And y'all y'all are children. Y'all are coked up, drugged out children. So, of course, I feel like he kind of knew that, like, what? Like, how could you sit here and fight me when I'm that? And But it was fucked up because why the fuck was the balcony door <laughs> Why the fuck is talking to open, bro? Why was this nigga even getting involved? That's what I don't understand. Why were you hype? Why were you hype? But he just got killed by accident, though. That's the fucked up part. It was really an accident. Like, your man's tried to step in. Like, I just, he just skinny and weak. <laughs> he just fell out the window. Like, that shit really just happened, B. Like, we wasn't even gonna kill none of them niggas. They just, like, they didn't have no reason to. And that's kind of kind the gangsta I like. You ain't got no reason to kill nobody. You ain't gonna kill them. You could do so much more to people. You could do so much less to make them not do what you don't like. You, it's other ways to do that shit. Mental terror is a little bit worse sometimes. Putting somebody out their misery. I don't know what death is like, so. <laughs> I don't, I'm just assuming you kind of move on from this. So, yeah. Um... That shit was good. I liked it. Uh, it was a really interesting thing. Um, and it's so funny how it ends up coming back to be like, damn, this was the most one of the most important scenes in the whole movie um, because of what happens towards the end and, the sh- and what you find out. So it's like very, like, for, like something you have to pay attention to after. Like, it... it you get it right away and be like, oh, damn, that shit did that shit. Like, you did this person a favor because Mickey want to go on this, like, because this 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 man wants to. It was just like, damn, I got it right away. I got it right away. And it's like, this is I, this is why I like this film so much. We're, we're, we're going to bump that up to 4.35. Overall, out of five, the movie. Let's see if it gets to that more. All right, next. Uh, Michelle Dockery. Yes, my bitch. Every time she stepped on the scene, I was like, yes, bitch. <laughs> Let's go, lady. You got off drugs, bitch. You got you a real man. Uh, if you don't know, um, uh, Michelle was on that show called uh, Good Behavior. That came on. I think it came on TNT. It was such a good show, and I wish it didn't get canceled. But it was such a good show. Um, and she played Letty, and she was addicted to drugs, and on and off drugs. And she um, had a kid with her drug dealer from high school. And then that nigga went on and cleaned his life up after she got her addicted to drugs. 
And then um, it's about her trying to get her shit together because her son currently lives with her mother and she has custody. And then she she been hiding this baby from from him the whole time. And then it's like about like life and like her trying to keep it together, but also falling in love with an assassin. So yeah, you know, it kind of don't always work out when you fucking fucking with somebody who could go to prison at any time and, and then how that plays into it, you know? So, um, but yeah, Letty, <laughs> sorry. Michelle played the um, role of Rosalind Pearson, Mickey Pearson's wife, and ride or die bitch, badass bitch, Ying Ting Yang, as Kevin Hart would say, his rip. Um, and she played that real well. And like, even though they were trying to hype it to like make it seem like low key, they were trying to like knock the fucking relationship by saying slick shit before she like came on the scene for real. Like kind of like he, the way they phrased it was like, he made bad decisions because of her, but that's not even the case. If it is the case, they didn't show that part, but understand that it was worth it. <laughs> it was motherfucking worth it. Cause that bitch was that bitch. She wasn't like no average housewife. She was that bitch. And I really enjoyed how she acted in this role. It reminded me so much of Letty. If Letty was, could be like that bitch, not on drugs. Um, yeah, it was, she did a really good job to me. So out of five, I give her a th- 4.05. I think it was better than, than the Ray character, but not as good as Matthew McConaughey's character and not as good as Hugh Grant's character, who we will get to uh, momentarily. So, um, yeah, she, um, okay. So, my favorite scenes for her were when they were in the garage, like, oh, they walked through the garage. Sorry, I'm reading my notes. So when they walked through the garage, when they first, like, really focused on her for a second, it was just showing how much of a fucking boss she was. And then she was walking through, running that shit like a motherfucking boss, a legitimate-ass business. Or he, she was promoting feminist thoughts and, like, um, promoting women to do jobs that men do. So, and then hiring, like, two men, which is usually the opposite way in a garage. And it's, it's like, the perfect, like, okay, this is lit. Because then you got two bosses. Like, you got Mickey and her. Two bosses. He might be the boss of we, but, and that's technically illegal at that point. Because they weren't in America, they're in the UK. And it's so funny because the, the protagonist, or antagonist, the the man who was poking the bear and starting all the bullshit was American. Like fitting. Like seems like some stupid ass American shit to try to do the shit that that man did. Um, but he um I really like that scene where she was walking through and she and then they discuss how he's about to retire because he um, fucking, he wants to, like, get out the game because he knows that it's like, I've been doing this for so fucking long. I'm trying to, I got made enough money. I'm just trying to be here with my wife. That's my goal in life. That's what I want to do. 
So it, it was really nice to see him trying to be supportive to her and her dreams. So yeah, it, I, I really enjoy her character. And then, I so that was my first favorite scene for her. And then my second is when she fought against Dry and killed his um, his two goons with that little paperweight that the man who started all this gave her. Or gave Mike, Mike, Mickey, who gave it to her. So, um, which is funny and ironic because, of course, the American gives fucking the people in the UK weapons when they're not allowed to have guns ever. It's illegal as fuck. Just like in New York. So, it was super interesting to, like, see her, um, like, kill them with something that the men who got them into this gave them or her. Um, And then when she did it, the part that I wish she never said out loud is how many bullets that she had in the gun because if she would have never said that he probably would have been fucking shook out of his fucking mind because he wouldn't know how many bullets it had and then he would have probably ran off but because he knew that it only took two bullets stupid shit um he attacked her and here's the thing it's like I, I, I enjoyed watching it and the acting in it but I don't really sit it doesn't sit comfortable with me what it this like it represents in a way because it's like all right you got this very strong very like ride or die for her man like this really respected woman and then you have this guy coming in and he's trying to fuck over mickey and like take his territory and just this young cat and then the first thing he tries to do is rape her like it's just like, why is that where, like, so are you trying to say that women are always going to be, only going to be as strong as how they get away from rape? Or like, no matter how much of a boss we are, we still are susceptible to being raped? Like, is it, is it a, is it a positive spin? Like, okay, for representation to so y'all can understand, or is this like a, this is all women are good for type of thing, or this is all a woman can accept to be. So it just rubbed me a little wrong way. It's like, uh, I guess you could take it both ways. Um, I don't want to take it the negative way. I want to take it like, wake up niggas, like these men be doing this shit, like to anybody no matter how strong a person is they can still get raped or it's just like well fuck all the people who wrote this understand that we are not as weak like being raped is like a man's problem like y'all niggas can't just keep y'all hands off of us like i mean yes there are some that are like rare circumstances like the very very rare circumstances like, and that's the part that pisses me off because it's like very, 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 very rare circumstances. These these people be lying and shit. Very rare. So it's like, whatever, bro. I'm not going to victim shame, but I'm also um, more realistic about certain things, I guess. I'm Like, I can never call myself a feminist because of that. 
I gotta be like, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, I might want to rethink that. Okay. But yeah, so I really enjoyed that scene. Or those, that's what made me feel uncomfortable. But what I actually enjoyed about it is the way she acted through it. It was like you can sense the fear and discomfort and uncertainty about every move she was making. But she was still going to fucking do it because she wasn't about to go down like no bitch. Which is so respectable. Oh, so respectable. God. It's like a black people love story, but what white people. Jesus. But, um... Yeah, so he, um, so the way she, like, fought back and, like, she really tried to survive. And it was like, if Ray hadn't saved Mickey, she would have gotten raped and God knows what would have happened to her. Because at that point, she would, I feel like she still would have fought as much as she could. But you can see in the look in her face, like, she's like... I can't move. This is about to happen. Like, she was preparing herself mentally for it. And it also could have seemed like the look in her face is like, this has happened to her before. I don't know if I'm just reaching at that point when I'm thinking about how her eyes look since it's acting, but it just seemed like, hmm, this is like, she was a little bit too. She gave, like, she didn't give up. She just realized all that kicking, screaming, and all that not gonna do shit. And this shit is about to happen. And I need to start thinking about my next move to try to survive. And this is about to fucking hurt. And, like, it was more like, all right, brace yourself. Rather than, like, oh, my God. I can't believe this. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I You know, and maybe this is what happens when people get raped. Shit, I don't know, man. I don't know. But anyways, I really appreciate how she acted. I liked that when you looked at her eyes, when you can see that she can see Mickey at some at the point where he got there, and like you, she went from figuring it out and trying to just letting it happen, because then like defeat accepting her defeat, he shows up and he is right on time right on fucking time and you just are super excited that he's there to stop him from raping her and to just kill that man because he deserves to fucking die so yeah it's um very 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 interesting scene and dynamic um but yeah i liked her performance she's pretty awesome all right we need to be wrapping this up shortly <laughs> bitches is tight so um quickly colin farrell love him he played a character called coach he was like a neighborhood boxing coach i mean neighborhood boxing a club owner who wanted to look out for the kids in the block no matter the race no matter no discrimination or nothing just rocking for his kids and he you can just it's like it's like a good ass vibe i love this character it's not a stretch role for him either but it is a magnificent role nonetheless so um i i i i like his role more than i like um the ray character played by charlie hunt like so i give him a 4.05 
because that I liked him almost as much as Michelle Dockery's character, but I'm not, not, nah, I just, I don't, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I can't, so I'm gonna just go ahead with like a 4.5, yeah, and, um, she, yeah, I, I love his character, I love the dynamic between him and his boys, the toddlers, I love how he, was that that dude but he wasn't even trying to be that dude he he could be being that dude but he's just like nah i'm good i'm gucci he probably lived a nice little life and did that shit and reformed his fucking life because the skills he had were pretty you can tell that they were pretty great like maybe as much as on par as the character um um what is his name ray so it, it was just like a great balance between when they teamed up between Charlie Hillam and, and, and fucking Colin Farrell. So, um, yeah, he was pretty great. And then, so my favorite scenes with him are the scene with Falk. <laughs> so, and the Falk, shut the Falk up. <laughs> that shit's funny as fuck. Um, I don't know what, why. That shit's so funny because it's so corny, but it's fahawk, fahawk, because it's like British accent plus fucking being a dick. It was fucking hilarious. Um, and then second, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Is there a second? Because that was so. Since it's not like a stretch role for him, it's kind of like it was. I love seeing him and I love his parts and I loved it all. But at the same, t- I like the part where he, um, at the very end when he saves Ray, he, he throws up how many that was so he can, he know he keeping count. That wasn't for free. Understand that th- that wasn't for free. So let's not get into the habit here because that's not who he's trying to be anymore or at all depending upon whether or not he was that person, which I wish we had a little bit more care. I guess we had enough for the purpose of his role within the story so yeah it's just i like his character a lot though all right two more all right here we go then it'll be quick for him i really just wanted to talk about him because he's so fucking fine oh fine so he's a pretty new actor from what i've seen or what i've um looked up he was a then the fiance in crazy rich asians he was the husband in the simple favor and then he um yeah i think that's it i think yeah he's had to his imdb is pretty goddamn short so it wasn't it's probably one or two more films outside of that but yeah but i like him so he's so his role wasn't like a serious role. It wasn't like a acting role. Like I mean, it's still acting, but it wasn't like a I'm trying to win that Oscar award. It was it fit the role. He fit the role. He fit the character. He had the annoyance levels right. The, the personality was cool. It was realistic as far as like how it was flowing through the movie, and like like everything that was going on and like timing and access. I feel like it was very great acting by him to fit into that role so well I mean I mean it fit into that role that wasn't like a, a standout oh my god role so that's really good for him and then finally Hugh Grant who boy 
4.35 for him. Shit, or 4.45. I can't remember what I gave Matthew McConaughey. I need to start writing that part down. But let me tell you who had a stretch row. Mr. Hugh Grant. Now, if you don't know anything about Hugh Grant, he is like a romantic, like, 90s, early 2000s movie. Like, he was in Bridget Jones' Diary. He's in this Christmas, I believe. The Christmas Story. I don't know. He was in... He's in a lot of, like, cute... Notting Hill. He's in a lot of cute fucking movies. And I feel like the first movie I said was actually correct. But, you know, whatever. God bless. But, um... I just feel like this role of the schemer, the this outlandish person, this big ass personality, like ah, ah 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 and then the liar and still trying to manipulate like the little rat that you kind of need, but now with the rat getting a little too feisty, so we might have to put the rat down because we can get other rats out here. So it was super interesting um, to to see this predicament um, occur. Uh, because it's just like it felt it flowed through the movie so quickly like every time he told the story started the story off it's just the whole role was a stretch role and he did very well in it it was such a great film for him i'm really happy with the casting in that role i think that this is like like okay boom hugh grant diverse off top beforehand i couldn't say that but now diverse and I know I probably should look up more of his fucking movies before I say this but for right now go ahead sir good sir this was a a great showing I, I do say so myself so yeah um yeah god don't think of like how to narrow down what favorite scenes I have so I think one of my favorite scenes for Fletcher was like towards the beginning ish when he first started telling the story. Actually, throughout the entire movie where he was narrating, like in the beginning before like everything happened, and towards the end, towards to the climax where he was telling the story and just how he was super animated and blah blah blah, just so all over the place. I thought that shit was dope. And then it was just like, as soon as you would be like, okay, and why are you saying this? And then he would get to the point where it's like, okay. But the way he was narrating the whole story was just so eccentric and like, like he was narrating the script of a film, which was the point, which is like, like the way I like, I love, I say like so fucking much. I'm going to work on that. But I really enjoyed the way that it was like, listening to someone read the script of a film as well as like watching the film itself like unfold so and then I also enjoyed at the end how he ends up going and pitching pitches it um to guy to guy Ritchie and then um it's just like a whole circle of eggs so I really think that Hugh Grant's um entire performance during this film was superb I think that like I said before this was a stretch row for him he did an excellent job and in every part that he was a part of and it really made me appreciate him as an actor from this film purely off the fact that before I knew him for little sappy ass movies that um 
my mother made me fucking watch when I was younger and didn't have an option. So, yeah. <laughs> I know that's not like a, the best. Because I'm not saying those movies were bad. It was just that I, like, that's not my type of movie, but she's like really sappy and shit. So, um, but those were still good movies. But yeah, I think Hugh Grant had a great role. I think um, his performance was great. I think that it was all over the place. I mean, I, I, I truly enjoyed it as a supporting uh, role. So, yeah, I think that kind of wraps it up as far as like our reviews. Uh, for the gentleman I definitely highly recommend it I think that everybody should go see it I know it's two weeks late so I think that by this point most people would have seen it by now so these spoilers should not be too bad for anybody Um, if you haven't seen it already go see it it's spectacular film suggest it to other people Um, if you have any thoughts about the film that you want to me- want me to consider I might go see it again so shoot me a comment on my Instagram and uh, shoot me a message on anchor or anything leave me a review about it We're talking about the gentleman I'm down for it I'll, I can bring it up on the next podcast episode and just go ahead and like kind of give the first five minutes like a any recap on anything that other people had to say about that movie so now within like the next few minutes of it I'm gonna give some honorable mentions of films that I've seen in the last month that I think are pick lists um pretty much eligible I guess I'll start with only the things that I've seen in 2020 first thing that I think everybody should fucking see is uncut gems let me tell you I am tempted to go see that shit again and do another review. It was such a good movie. I really think that Adam Sandler should get an Oscar for this performance. It was such a great film. He It, it shocked the fuck out of me how much of a great film it was. It was like, damn, I was, I was on the edge of my seat just trying to follow the story. And really, it, it drew me in. And I think I might actually do an episode on Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems was such a good film. So I give Uncut Gems... Uh, between this and Uncut Gems, I enjoyed this one more. I enjoyed The Gentleman more than I enjoyed Uncut Gems slightly, very slightly. I'm going to give it a 4.1, no, 4.2. Um, I slight, very slightly did I enjoy A Gentleman more. Also liked Like a Boss. As a comedy, lighthearted, don't come in there thinking that you're getting the Oscar film. It is Tiffany Haddish um, film. Uh, I did, I liked it. It was what, Tiffany Haddish, uh, Rose, Bryant, and Sama Hayek. I think that if you have a best friend, I think it's a wonderful movie. You'll definitely be able to relate to it and you'll really appreciate the storyline. A film that kind of surprised me that it was pretty decent is Underwater. First of all, this girl, Kristen Stewart, acts the same in every movie that I've ever seen which is why it's not that it was bad it's more so that I she just reminds me of Twilight every single time I see her so <laughs> it wasn't a bad movie but it's probably like a three <laughs> like yeah definitely like a three uh, out of five also go see bad boys bad boys bad boys what you gonna do what you gonna do when they come for you I really like bad boys. Um, 
I love the series itself, so I give Bad Boys a 3.56. Go ahead and go see that purely off the fact that it's Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, and the first two are amazing classic films. Of course, this film did not reach the classicness of those two but I did like how they kind of made it kind of modern they didn't shy away from the fact that these niggas are old um and they put a little spin in there so it I enjoyed the film and now that they're coming out with another one I'm interested to see it because of the way they ended off the third one so I definitely recommend people to go see bad boys um and then I think that's it actually so goal here this week let's see for my upcoming picklicks for the next weekend so what is this weekend this weekend is the sixth or so technically the weekend i'm saying like movies that come out on the sixth so what i'm going to see this week so today is the fourth tomorrow i'm going to see the rhythm section so depending on how well i how i feel about the rhythm section with blake lively um i'll probably do a review on that so that is my pick for last week so you know thursdays they reset so um my pick for this week hmm let's see birds of fucking prey bitch go see that shit I mean, of course you're going to go see it, but birds of motherfucking prey, hot motherfucking damn. I'm going to see that shit. Let me schedule that shit right the fuck now. Ooh, I forgot that shit was coming out this weekend. Hot motherfucking damn. Ooh. Anyways, go see birds of prey. Um, what, what the fuck else is coming out this weekend? Um, I'm going to see birds of prey. Go see The Gentleman, of course, if you haven't seen it. I'm also going to see Just Mercy. Um, so what is that? Birds of Prey, Just Mercy, and let's see, last one. I think that's going to be it. I'm considering seeing Parasite, but I might roll that over to see Spies of Disguise. But I'll let you guys know which ones I go see. Cool. Well, that's the wrap for episode one. Follow me on Instagram at the Lonely Stoner Show. Um, actually, there is no the it's a Lonely Stoner Show. L O N L E Y Stoner Show. Um, and then you can leave me a review on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere that you listen to past uh, podcasts please leave me a review. I'm trying to get better at this. I know there are mouth noises that I am clearly picking up on this fucking wonderful mic of mine. I want to get better at this and I want to give you guys better reviews. So leave me reviews, notes, comments, questions, concerns. If you want me to watch a certain movie and give feedback on it, let me know. I'm also doing movies that are not out on theater. So please send it my way. And May the smoke be ever in your favor. May your blunts be wonderful and may your time be cherished. Have a good weekend, guys.